Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. This week it's another solo episode with me and I want to talk about how we can um, de-escalate situations very quickly and how we can really change our responses in a very quick and easy way. And this is one of the things that I don't always get right in lots of different situations, not just in situations with my son, but one of the things that really can make a big difference to our lives in general, but as well as our kind of our connection and our response with our child. One of the key aspects um, and things that we focus on when we're looking at connective parenting is raising our presence with our children. When we are raising our presence, we are putting ourselves in their mind, whether we are with them or not. And that's hugely powerful. And it really does increase our connection with them. Again, whether we are with them physically at the time or whether they are at school, they have this positive mental image of us in their minds that says, it's okay, I'm here for you, I've got you. When we're raising our presence, we are changing our connection with our child. And one way we can do this is how we respond to them in the moment. And that might be an escalating situation. It might be a situation where they're struggling with their emotions or their feelings for some reason, and they're not quite sure what to do. Very often we can knee jerk reaction in that moment. So, for example, a common situation that I come across a lot is um, when you're trying to get them to put their shoes on to walk out the door, maybe go to school or something like that. And you say, can you put your shoes on for me, please? And you just sort of get this silence as if you've spoken to a brick wall. So you ask again and again, you might as well have spoken to a brick wall. So you ask for a third time and this time round, you're voice, your tone, maybe even the words are getting slightly harsher because you're starting to get just a little bit annoyed that they haven't done what you wanted to do. And maybe they're still sitting there staring at the telly or too busy faffing around playing on their phone or whatever it is they're doing. So you're getting frustrated because they're not doing what you want them to do. In those moments, it's very easy for us to then become quite snappy as the parent a very kind of put your shoes on will you now and of course that's not really helping but hands up I have definitely done that one and I'm sure there's a few of you watching going oh yep I might have done that once or twice because we would we're asking our child to do something and they're not doing it and that's just one example I'm sure you can think of lots and lots of examples where you've asked your child to do something and they've not done it or they've said something to you maybe and your response hasn't been quite as calm as maybe it could have been. Or they have, you know, done something and they're telling you about it and your reaction is to kind of get really angry and really cross. But if we can stop ourselves in those moments and think, hmm, how do I need to respond to this situation rather than reacting in that very knee-jerk way, kind of in the heat of the moment. When we respond, we are raising our presence. We are showing them that we can see how they feel. We are showing them that we recognise those emotions. And we are helping them in our response 
to regulate themselves, to calm down, to feel able to express their worries to us. Lots of different things that all raise connection and they help the child. And that in the long run is what we all want as parents. But I know that sometimes actually when you've said to your child, can you put your shoes on? It's very easy when you're in a rush in the morning and you're trying to get everybody out of the house to just repeat yourself and get more and more annoyed that they're not doing it. It is harder, or at least I find it harder, to say, I need you to put your shoes on. And when they haven't done it, you might repeat it once calmly, or you might stop and go, hmm, they're not doing it. I wonder what they need. And instead of saying, can you put your shoes on? Again, in that slightly harsher voice saying, do you know, I can see you struggling this morning um, and not wanting to put your shoes on. I'm wondering if there's anything I can do to help. Now, that's just one example. But what it does do is show to your child you're recognising how they're feeling. And you know, that is such a powerful way of resolving an issue before it's even started. And that's what most of us want, isn't it? We don't want to have to, you know, we don't want a situation escalating that we have to de-escalate. If we can stop it straight away, so much better. Your child is sitting there and they may just have not heard or not been bothered. But they might actually genuinely be struggling that morning, feeling more anxious. Maybe they've got, I don't know, maths that day and they're really worried about it. And actually that anxiety is building up. So avoiding putting their shoes on is one way of avoiding the maths lesson and going into school. So when we show that we can recognise that feeling, they get that, oh, yeah, actually, mum, I'm, I'm really worried about maths today. I don't want to go in. They're more likely to tell you what is going on. And they might not. They might say, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. There's nothing you can do. But I remember one mum saying to me, she did this one morning. I said, I can see you're struggling. You know, would you like a hug? And the daughter said, no, thank you. It's fine. And literally a minute later went, actually, yeah, I need a hug. She gave her a hug, she helped to put her shoes on and they went into school and it totally, you know, stopped any escalation and any difficulties between them. Now, I know as a parent, when you are trying to get out the door in the morning, it's always the mornings when you're running slightly late, when you've got to be somewhere bang on time, when you have maybe not got yourself as organised the night before. All of these things create more stress. Therefore, it's even harder for us to respond to the situation, not react. But I know that when I react rather than respond, I'm more likely to look back at it and wish I had said or done something differently. Those are the times when I say something that I think, oh, that wasn't that helpful or that wasn't that kind. Those are the times when the words I use, the tone, aren't helpful for a situation but when I can stop myself and think I respond differently and that helps my son and it helps me. So how do you stop yourself in that moment? Because we're all going into those knee-jerk reactions and it can be quite difficult and obviously that depends on the situation and I also think it comes with practice if I'm honest Um, because I have got better and better at doing this over time. Now, those of you who know me and have been following me for a while will know and probably be expecting what I'm about to say. 
But it comes down for me anyway to good old fashioned self-care. Oh yes, self-care. That one thing that when I say to people self-care, they sort of look at me and roll their eyes and go, oh, really? That's Sarah's answer to everything. The problem is, it usually is. If I'm tired, stressed, frustrated, not feeling great, I find responding much harder than reacting. I will react really quickly because my patience levels are already lower. Or if I'm stressed, I'm already nearer that kind of fight and flight state. So it's going to take even less to trigger me into that moment. Whereas when I'm looking after myself, when I am getting to bed on time, when I am drinking enough water during the day, when I am eating some vegetables, when I am getting some movement in or exercise every day, I feel better and therefore stopping myself in the moment and saying, hmm, how do I need to respond to this right now becomes a lot easier. And then in that moment, when I say to my son, you know, let's use the shoe example again. Can you put your shoes on now? And he doesn't do it. I then have the capacity to go, okay, what's causing this? Is he just totally distracted by the telly and therefore isn't really registering what I'm saying? Because we all know that can happen. Or is there actually something that he's worried about? And when I'm calm enough, I can usually tell the difference between TV distraction and something worrying him. But when I'm not looking after myself, when I'm stressed, when I'm tired, I may not pick up those really small signals that tell me what's going on for him. And that is the power of self-care. And I'm not talking about lying in a bath for an hour with a load of bubbles. Yes, that would be lovely, but how many of us get time to do that? It's the things that top you up that are easy to do and as part of everyday life that can make the difference. We all know the importance of sleep. We all know the importance of being hydrated and eating properly. If that makes the difference in allowing you to stop and think and take a breath and respond in a different way, then you are helping your house do be calmer. That also therefore creates less stress within the family home. And helps your children to grow and develop their own understanding. It helps to grow their self-confidence and their self-belief because you are raising your connection with them and your presence with them. And when we do that, we feel more loved when people are connected to us and love us. We feel more deserving of love when people are connected to us and love us. When people can see our emotions and understand them and recognise them and acknowledge them, we feel more loved. So all of these things have a huge impact on our child and our connection with them. So next time things are escalating, next time you're starting to get a bit frustrated and annoyed and thinking, try and take a step back, take a deep breath and go, okay, What do I need to do right now to help? How can I move this forward in as calm a way as possible? And it might take a bit of time. It might take a bit of work and you probably won't get it right every single time. But if you can just have that in mind, it will start to make a really big difference. One of the other ways that I've been able to uh, look after myself and, and be able to kind of respond more than react 
is through a lot of um, inner work and mindset work. So I'm a big believer in journaling to remove kind of stress and emotions that I'm holding on to. Um, and I also do some rapid transformational therapy and hypnotherapy to release blocks that I have and my own kind of triggers and things that are going on in my head. And those things have made a huge difference to how I respond. Um, so as well as making sure I'm sleeping properly, increasing the amount of water I'm drinking, all of those things, by doing the journaling, particularly and managing the emotions, I am in a calmer, more relaxed state more of the time. So it's worth having a try. Even if you're not a journaler, you know, just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and write down everything that's in your head. Even if you just do a brain dump, it's really powerful at helping you to relax. And when we're relaxed more, we can connect better with our children. And that's what we all want, ultimately. So that's the, today's episode. I hope um, this makes sense. I just wanted to share it with you because it's something that comes up a lot when I'm talking to um, parents and something that I'm just aware of quite a lot myself as a parent is my own reactions and my how my own frustrations can impact on the way I connect with my child and respond to him in different situations. So let me know what you think. I would love to hear what you think um, about this one. So do come and find me on social media and let me know. Do you respond or do you react? And that's not a judgment. I'm just interested to know which way round it is. So you can find me on social media. You'll find me on Twitter at Fisher Coaching or you can find me on Facebook at Sarah Fisher Parent Coach. I would love to hear from you. So let me know. Um, I'll come and pop into the free Facebook group. Um, I will put the link in the show notes for you. But it's Sarah Fisher. If you go to my page, Sarah Fisher Parent Coach, you'll find a link to the free Facebook group there. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.